0: Pereira wide for Motinho who's in some space. Great touch. Motinho cuts it back to his right. That to the left. to Chris headed home. Chris Mueller. <laughs> and as they have seemed to do in every game this season, Orlando gets scored on and strike right back. And it's Chris Mueller's team high fifth goal of the season. And how about the Techers from Joao Moutinho, Miguel? I love this from Joao Moutinho because, look, he's in an opportunity to cross the ball. He doesn't find a clear path. He recycles and then bosh. There you go. And by the way, Chris Mueller was on the ground. What was he doing on the ground? But you know what he didn't do? He lost contact of the ball. And look at this. Just a quick reaction. Great ball. McCarty lost it to Sebas Mendez. Can Orlando go on the break? Mendez picks up his head. Finds Mueller. Great one. Touch pass to Pereira. Now Pereira in, in front to Terrell, DK! Two and two games for the Rook, and a lethal counterattack from Orlando City. They lead 2-1.
1: What a gorgeous goal by Orlando City. Look at this ball by Willie Rossell. First time. And Mauricio Pereira, first time as well. Played into the path. Lovitz's face to
0: to DK. Out wide for Juan. Orlando crashing the box. Juan with a high
1: cross for Urso. Save Willis. DK puts it home.
0: You can make him bleed, but you can't make him stop scoring. 3-1 3-1 Orlando City and Daryl DK has three goals in two games. Well, I've never seen a zombie score, but I just did right now. Look at Daryl DK. He's the one that initiates this play and he follows through and does what a good striker does. Don't give up. Continue to stay engaged and he takes advantage of this bad Get rebound out. by Joe Witt. out.
2: Den Podcast with your host J.J., Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I will be your host tonight, Cleon One. I am here joined with Eddie, Eddie the Commish. What's good, man? What's up, Big W? I'm excited. Another one. DK. DJ Khaled Voice. another one. <laughs> another one. And we are also joined here with my man, Alex Ryder. New
0: microphone, another win. Uh, I will say that it's good to be back on. Missed talking to you guys the last couple of weeks, but we got, we got the W, and it would appear that we may, not going to jinx it yet, have a striker. And just so we're clear, his initials are also DD.
1: DD. <laughs> <laughs> not wait! Oh man, Alex, we didn't need that. You know, that was you know everything's been positive about DK,
2: bro, bro, for real. That that yeah. one actually that one actually brought me down. Uh, brought me yeah. down a not. It took I me mean, a second. to I, I,
1: me being overweight. The first thing I thought was Dunkin' Donuts, and then I realized what you meant. Was Dom Dwyer. And I was like, you know what though? I'm you know He's carrying on Dom the du-
0: grand tradition. Yes, Dom no, 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 Dwyer no, no, when, no, no, when no, no, clear. No. I'm
1: gonna save yeah. this. When Dom Dwyer was young, he was great for us. This is what I'm okay? saying. So what we need to do on
0: the grand tradition. There he goes. Mm-hmm. All right. And and the other mm-hmm. thing is, and if we it, I know that this is an audio pod medium, but if you were to look at one of the posters on my wall, it's the first poster of Dom Dwyer when he returned to the club. He's oh. wearing eighteen.
1: Okay,
2: all right. Bro, this, you're, this. You're, 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 I, I was I was extremely high coming into this podcast. <laughs> hey, we're still you're high because guess bro, what? Be honest, Daryl DK down, scored
0: bro. two goals.
2: You're bringing me down right now. You're you're you're, you're bringing you're bringing my my expectations level down a little bit.
1: Oh <laughs> man, These connections. I, yeah. <laughs> look, look, Alex is right. He scored two goals yesterday, and he, he's, he he can't be cursed. It's impossible.
0: Game and a half. He's scoring what? One and a half goals a game now, he's on pace to score how many goals this season? How are we going to – you can't bring yeah. that down, Clan. Don't yeah. be down. We're he, happy. He, he, he we he's it on it yeah, he's on pace. Per
2: minute, he's on pace for about uh, uh, about what? About 40 goals and – oh, I forgot. We're only playing – we're only playing 18 games. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's on pace for about 32 goals and about a good 17 assists or so.
1: Mm-hmm. So, in other words, by the end of the season, he'll have scored more goals for Orlando City and MLS. As now, now
2: Now I'm <laughs> feeling better. Now I'm feeling better. Thank you for bringing me back up, <laughs> you
1: got All right, move it on. <laughs> All
2: right, let's get into this, 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 this beatdown of Nashville. They, they, I was a little worried. I'm going to be honest with you. Actually, that's not true. I wasn't worried. But I, I, was, I was a little upset we let them score first. Um, I, I, but I was like, you know what? They got that one goal out of the way. That's their one goal for the next three games. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> Two <Three> games. <laughs> yeah. They, bro, they, averaged, they were averaging a half a goal a game coming into that, you know that?
1: That that's a third of DK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so are you telling me that DK might have more goals than Nashville?
1: He's equal. He's tied I think, right? They have three goals. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did DK in 180 minutes has equaled Nashville's uh total goal score for this season.
2: Yeah, bro. They they yeah, they're they're they got a good they got a good defense but they they don't have my they don't have my uh they don't have my DK. That sounds you know what I might have to pull that one back. Huh? That sounds a little. Yeah. Tough, the,
1: the follow up wasn't any better. We might just have to <laughs> take that
2: whole part. Out. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's get to this review. What what you watch the game? What's up? Um, what did you see,
1: Eddie? All right, so i was nervous at the beginning because man i don't know it doesn't matter who's our head coach we we just get scored on first i mean portland right <laughs> set uh, pieces Philadelphia set pe- well lately we, we went through the whole tournament without set piece goals and then um we did earlier in the season against ourselves right they scored a set piece against us to beat us and then um in the tournament we were doing good until the, the final match we lost on two set pieces and then I predicted Jansen would get dunked on, and he did. I mean, the guy has a vertical, you know, it's like two Ikea catalogs. Like, it's not very high. And, <laughs> and uh, he got dunked on, unfortunately. And in the middle, uh, I was telling my wife during the match, I'm like, look at how they let us have the ball in our like right around midfield, you know, right at the, the back end. And then once you cross midfield, they press us because that's the book on us. You press us in the middle and have a low block. Nashville didn't really do a great job of it, but we were losing the ball in the middle at the beginning again. We got a little sloppy in the midfield. Marisha got double-teamed, and, and, you know, he could only do so much. And they countered, and they were getting us. Don had Schlego on skates there at the beginning. The Nashville created three big chances in the game. We created four. We were clinical. They weren't. And they, they only had a, they only had the one goal, which came off a set piece. I don't know if I if, yes, should have sat back, maybe, and not gone afterward. He seemed like he didn't quite commit. Jansen yes, got dunked on. Just, I don't know, but... I was nervous for a bit. Then we, we, we got it under control. Um, and then we, we started taking over from there and creating chances. And we started getting a counterattack, believe it or not. That was great to see. And um, we just – whenever – I have a sense of ease whenever I see Nani and Mauricio on the ball a lot. When I see Mauricio pulling the strings and on the ball a lot, I mean, he had like 70, 80 touches. Nani had 95 touches, I believe. Whenever they're working and they bring him Gian that little triangle – of technical you know juiciness is fantastic. And once we get those three rolling, then we're hard to beat. And and hats off to Poppy, because we're saying, how do you beat the low block? This time what he did is he went wide. He put uh he went to his FIFA career or tactics and put uh <laughs> d- fullbacks to join attack, wingers cut inside, and uh we we quick triangles and balls behind. We were able to uh, get behind their their defense and wreak havoc on the flanks between Juan and Jamotinho. We'll get more into that later. But that worked out great, and we pretty much controlled it. And you could see the whole protagonist thing again. We were taking it to him for most of that match. All
0: right. Alex. I'm not going to talk as much about the defense because they, in the end, were mentality monsters and proceeded to – wipe the dirt off and say, okay, they scored on us first. We're going to, we're going to just lace up and go back to work, which is nice to see because sometimes when we give up stupid set piece goals like that, we always tend to self-destruct. It's in our nature. It's in our blood as a club and we're still in the middle of that exorcism as fans, but they were able to pull it out. I want to talk about how the first goal in particular was scored, Jao is a problem. He he comes in on the left, makes several just nasty moves. It, it, that's that's
2: what, that, that's what that that's what that move is called, a skirt.
1: And Alex, I can't <laughs> believe nobody memed that and made him slide into like the galaxy. Do, right? Do, do, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly ah someone needs to make that meme but that or the defender who are you talking about the defender who does it or Zhao t- just making his move no i'm taking
1: Zhao when he made his move the defender just slid he took him I off the that field, defender yeah man he slid him off the field like
0: ones. like Mueller, like Mueller when he attempted to slide into that goal celebration that one time
1: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right classic
0: Speaking of Mueller, Mueller literally gets pushed to the ground inside the six. I didn't know he got pushed, bro. I don't know what he was doing. It it looked like he, it it was a light push. he, He went down softly and instead of just sitting there, he proceeds to get up just in time for Jow to put the ball on the far post and he heads it in. I'm like, I didn't even realize that he was on the ground when the first time he hit it. I thought he just dove. He's like, no, he he was literally on the ground and he just went. <laughs> looked like he was doing a freaking yoga pose.
2: Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, I was like, it looked like he. I was like, why did it look like he was laying on the ground when he scored that? And he
0: was. That that it was, was and he's and he's doing this after not having scored in a little while he everyone was concerned we were going to see this was going to be the same thing we've seen over the last two seasons from him where he gets hot early in the season and that and he cools down um our good friend charlotte on twitter posted some nice stats that shows he's already on pace to do a lot better uh 2018-2019 season uh, six goals and three assists in six, uh, about 1,600 minutes. Last season, five goals and one assist in uh, a little under 700 minutes. And he is already on pace to dramatically beat that, which means, once again, the book club is working. He's been working. And we're look, Chris Mueller's looking a lot better. And he wasn't even the best player out there.
2: Yeah, I gotta yeah. Shout yeah, shout out Charlotte, by the way. I haven't done a hey girl hey in a while. Hey girl hey. <laughs> and behave yourself, behave though. We see you. I ain't gonna oh, say. Oh, you she wasn't behaving her. last <laughs> night. <laughs> behave yourself, Charlotte. Moving on. <laughs> behave. Good All right. Uh, yeah, man. That 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 game. That's that's what I expect to see. Like, man, when you're playing, when you're playing, if you're a good team and you're playing the Nashville's and, and FC Cincinnati's and, you know, the, the teams that are not supposed to be play all teams. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to beat them down. It's not supposed to be close. You're supposed to beat them down. You're supposed to dominate it. And, and that's what we did. Um, we looked like the much better team. Uh, yes. And we were, um, man, I got a shout out. I know it's not even player time, but I got Mauricio Pereira, man. Nasty. I said, I said at the beginning of the season, I said, "Look, I need to see more from this dude," and he's brought it, man. He has brought it. I'm a believer, 100 percent now. That dude is the truth. He is a real deal. He's class. And man. and uh, bro, I'm hoping they. Hey, they need to get this. I mean, uh, they, it's 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 weird. It's so quiet on on that front. I mean, you've got to remember that dude's in last year's contract. I don't know what's going on there. Hey, got to get him back. Let's go.
1: Yeah, for sure. Whatever we you know, we need to throw some money at him, lock him down, man. Cause if you're you're bringing a striker in that's gonna supposedly work well with Mauricio, that makes me think you're gonna keep Mauricio around, right? So I'm um, you know, you that's how I it. took it. You would think it. And yeah, the the Mauricio's just when he has the ball, I mean he's just class. See, go back to the goals like like Adams was just talking about. That first goal, Jao slipped behind, perfectly timed one time, one touch through, um, you know, over the top of his left foot. Mauricio one time that left footed right into John stride where he could just, you know, you know, just stop the ball because it was just perfectly spun, perfectly weighted, where he had to do nothing but just stop it. And then um, just, just the amount of work he put in overall was fantastic. And also, too, that little jab step that he did to get DK clear on his goal Did you see that? You know what I'm talking about? Mendes steals it from Dax McCarty, passes it to Mueller, right? Good pass in between some people. Mueller is one-times it, left-footed, one-touch, fantastic, right into Pereira's stride. Mauricio lets the ball roll, does a jab step to his left, right? The defender eats it. That gives him enough space to cut it back with his left foot right into DK's stride, and DK hit an absolute blast near posts i mean just just little things like that marisha does that little jab step letting the ball you know take the defender out not having to touch it right there that's just like you know that's just brain on a different level that's just a different kind of technical ability and and mentality and and football iq that's just we we you know we haven't seen since kaka or yoshi those kind of guys you know yeah so i absolutely love
2: Bro, i love i love that he doesn't go down man like He'll he'll get chopped. He'll get his feet chopped at and stuff, and you know he'll fall for a second. He pops right back up. Never loses control of the ball. Just keeps going forward. Keeps every going match, forward and
1: every match he he skins somebody. Every match he's double teamed on the on the sideline. Beam, bound bound. Comes out little back heel pass. Him and Mendes right. Every match that dude is just fire, man.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. That dude he's nice, man. And how he's about like, John ja Moutinho? I know we're talking I was, about. I was, players about and, to, I was just about to ask about John. Somebody needs to ask him Joel, uh, on I that was, Mueller one. Hmm. Somebody needs to ask him, did you see him laying on the ground or were you actually going <laughs> for his head?
1: He, he, if you watch him, I, I slowed it down. They have a slowdown that they broke down. I, I paused it. He does because you, you see him pick up his head and then, um, it like, I'm sorry, he, like, he, 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 he skins a dude and then he kind of resets. He's probably thinking, what kind of cross am I going to hit? Is it going to be, like, on the ground? Is it going to be upright? And then he, it looks like he almost kind of, like, like, you know, nods his head and sees Mueller, and he hits an absolute dart. To Mueller, like all Mueller had to do was just let it ricochet off yeah, his dude. head.
2: But I mean, Mueller, he, Mueller, he at that, Mueller, at that point is literally laying flat on his stomach on the ground.
1: Yeah, but but so, you know, like... Mueller, Mueller like looks towards him, and symbol, you know, symbol um, kind of uh, sends him a note, whatever. He, he's like, hey, I, I give me the ball. But if you look through, there's like three people. Matino cut I me. Mean, he he threw at that needle. He doesn't hit that hard. It doesn't go there. I mean, that was that was absolutely fantastic. Because Mueller from that position is not going to get any power on a cross. Right? He was just like, here, just stick your head there and close your eyes because it's going. Remember that? That reminded me of the cross Kaka did with Scott Sutter, or Sutter, and like, against Seattle. Remember that? Where Sutter was, <laughs> I didn't do anything. He just hit me in the face. In. So, <laughs> I was at was, the right place at the right time. Exactly. That was just fantastic. And, and Jao, again, man, we saw super strong uh, Joao again, right? You saw when he was on the wall side, he, he fought some dude to get the ball, and he just shoved them aside again. And that was that was when
0: right after the that guy had prevented him from getting into the box that that caused the turnover, and so he's coming back the other way and he commits a professional foul. That that's when uh, Nani was this the same play when Nani was getting into the ref's face about how, or was this a separate play? This is separate.
1: This was by the, the corner flag by the wall. Like he's oh, okay. they were attacking, and then they're trying to get behind him. And he was like, "Yeah, not today." And he, he gets he bodies the guy, then he shoves him out the way, and then he just sends a ball and we, launches a corner attack or something.
0: If he's like Daryl DK's size, <laughs> he's getting yellows every time. But yeah, because he he looks like and still looks like, I mean, don't get me wrong, oh. he's grown and he's gotten bigger, but he's always looked kind of like a like a man boy. Baby
1: so.
2: face assassin.
1: Yeah. baby face assassin. That's it. That's, that's, that's Joel's uh, name. Now, the baby – John Martino, the babyface assassin. If, if you guys allow me, I got some stats on Marisa Pereira, okay? Go ahead, man. Give uh, them to me. 50, 55 out of 61 passes, 90.2. Succeeded 55, obviously, right? And uh, he got the ball 55 times, too. And um, he um, – 25 out of 29 in the, the attacking third. Wow. Five for five in the penalty area. We talked about pressure in the middle third, Right when Orlando gets pressed, 22 out of 23 in the middle third. One assist, one real assist, one MLS assist, right? Um, Four chances created, two from set piece, and then two on open play, right? He had three out of four take-ons, four ball recoveries. He was only dispossessed one time. Um, Pat, uh, what else do we have from him? He was even two out of three on crosses, um, three out of four uh, the corners. He got three out of his four corners actually reached somebody. Dude was one for one on tackles, had an interception. I mean, put a great performance on. And look at this from uh, about Joel Matinho, two for two in the penalty area, right? The Mueller goal and another one that that I forgot who got on it. I think it was uh, Nani, but Nani hit it he hit it like one timed it and the keeper stopped it right. So that was another. And that was those two chances that John Moutinho created nine out of 11 in the attacking third from Moutinho. And then, I mean, just, just, I mean, just successful, just fantastic performance from those two guys. And, and uh, he had four out of four take ons as well. And when he, uh, he created just two chances, when you have fullbacks creating two chances, your 10 creating chances and, uh, and Mueller, Mueller with, you know, creating chances. I mean, that's why we, we were able to put up three goals.
2: Yeah, man. Um, one of the most beautiful plays during that entire game was the. It was that uh, first half where I believe it was Pereira, Pereira, whatever, Mauricio. Yeah. Uh, Mauricio hits Juan, right? And Juan runs into the box and hits DK. And DK. Uh, he pushed it like a little wide, trying to go near post. But oh, yeah, yeah. that was that quick. That was that looked like that looked like uh like the, the MLS's back tournament play that we had, <laughs> types of plays we had. Like it was just it was beautiful, man. It yeah, beautiful. We, we we looked like felt in a goal, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been that was a was great a chance. Night. That was like a Man City type of play where you, you, get, you slip in behind like that yeah, and then yeah. you, sit, you send in a pullback. You know, that was, and DK did a good job of running near post. You know, now, and yeah. He almost made it. It was a tough angle. You can't make everything. You know? But yeah. that, was, that was a beautiful play. And if, when you're watching who on make that run, you're seeing if they're going to pull that off, right? Like you can yeah. see the machinations of it. And it's just, we, you know, everybody freaking out about the Miami. I know Nashville's not that great. But the way we played, that bubble team is real, man. This team's legit.
0: And the the way that, to add on to that, you see how Rwan and he wasn't even, like, he wasn't the biggest threat out there last night, but he was still, we saw on that run, we saw him overtake and use that. He's gotten fancier with the footwork over time, I've noticed. And you can see him. Make that play and know that his speed's not going to be enough that he has to use his feet, and he does it, and he gets it so that we have a chance. And if he continues that growth,
1: <laughs> We could have some fun.: Yeah, right now, guys, it might be crazy, but do, I mean, I haven't thought of it that deeply, uh, or I can't I don't know how to argue, but do we have, I mean, at least top three, top five best fullback duel in the league?
2: It's got to be up there. I it's got to uh, be up there, right? Attack, Attacking-wise, as a peer, attacking it's got to be the top or very near the top. Mm-hmm. Like, it, if, if there's a better attacking peer than those two, I don't yeah. I, out of my head, I really don't know who it is. Yeah, I mean, I
1: could, I, the one I could think of that's a really good fullback to have an argument is probably Minnesota. Gaspar and Montaneri are really good. You know, Montaneri's all-star last year. He's a really good right back. I'd give an edge over just he's more he's just more technical and refined and he's older and stuff but um you know i i don't know I, I have to think about it a little more more deeply but that's the only one that comes to mind that's an argument and i think Motina's better than chase gaspar you know
0: i wish we could go back a couple of years and tell past ourselves about this conversation because we would all be pinching
1: ourselves yeah no joke for real
0: yeah, and
2: uh, this, is a little, this is a little off, off uh, what we plan on talking about, but uh, speaking of guys like that, like I I'm, I'm sitting there and watching this team, and they're really young, man. Like I know we have vets in certain areas, but when you look at guys, I mean, you see guys like with making drastic improvement, like from last year to this year, and then I would expect it to keep continuing through this season. But we've got some really young guys in that eleven. You're talking about – now you're throwing DK into the mix. You're talking about a 20-year-old kid, barely 20. Um, you've got Juan, who's like, what, 23 maybe? Uh, Kurt Mueller, the same. Uh, you got Jal you got Moutinho. He's like 21 or something like that. Like, we got some kids in there, man. Even Sebus. Even Sebas. And I know we, we get on him a lot because, you know, he's, he, makes, he makes at least two dumb plays every game that costs us. But, I mean, a lot of times I forget how young he is. Mm-hmm. and I really do the kids uh,
1: he's what also about 22 23 he is yeah and he's in a new country and everything. So he's been using different positions and he does make when he makes errors or bad errors but he is also has 90 90 passing stats and he was yes. everywhere yesterday you know how many times he won the ball right in the middle yeah. to, to spark things that the, the DK goal Mendes just took it off Dax McCarty's foot you know or just yeah, so, when,
2: so when we have guys like this Playing not only playing in the eighteen, but you're talking about playing, you know, in the starting lineup, um, and and they're surrounded by and they're surrounded by you know vets. When you're talking about Nani, you're talking about uh, Mauricio, uh, the center backs, uh, and then and then at least a Yuri normally in there. That's I mean, they've really. I know we talk. I know we talk them up a lot, but but Musi and and Ricardo and and Baldo and all these guys they put together. When you look at it, and you really try to break down this roster, they've really put together a nice young team that's going to keep growing, and surrounding yeah, yeah. them with and surrounding them with vets yeah. that can that can really help them up and grow. And it's like it's it's you're starting to see it pay off, man. You're seen it starting to see it pay off with guys like Mueller, who uh, Juan, uh, uh, Mutinho. I mean, it's it's it's. It's really nice. It's a it's a change, man. It's a and change. And it's coming off. It doesn't, the bench, it doesn't feel though. like a dead end. No. It just yeah. does. This club does not feel like a. It does not look like a, feel like a dead end. And that's what has been in the past. I look at these teams and these rosters, and you're like, it's like this team ain't going nowhere, bro. You know what um, I mean? We don't and have a weak link in the starting eleven right now. No, in my mind. Shoot, I forgot you even got Gale- you got Gaese back there as well. Like, is, yeah.
1: Like and this is not like, old we've, for a goal. have got kids,
2: bro. Like we've got kids just yeah. in here with.
1: With Benji, solid, solid bench. Benji. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got Benji. We got youth in the bench. Perea is young. Schlegel was. How does he? He was out there. He started he off shaky, but he, he got into it. He got into it yesterday. He was really good on the ball. And even uh, Kyle
0: Smith's looking better.
1: Yeah, yeah, even Kyle Smith's improved. Uh, and um, Perea looks good when he comes in. Benji, Kaman, Miller's still young. Uh, Jansen is not old for a center back. Carlos is not old for a center back. I mean, you're really true. And when we have veterans who can come off the bench and do a job too, look at Urso yesterday, man. I don't know if he's going to always be on the bench, but you know, in the attacking role, he he got three shots yesterday. Um, all three of them, uh... all three of them were on were on frame. That one from the top of the box, that curler, what a save, man, because that was a beaut. And in the header, the first one on the corner, um, or the second one, I don't know, whatever he got the one on the corner. He, that was a great move to get open. And that cross, that ball from DK comes up. Nice job of laying it off to Huran, right in the stride. Here comes Nani to the near post. DK sees him, cuts into the middle. Urso sees the space DK uh, freed up. And here comes Urso into the box. And now we got numbers. Ruman probably sent the best cross he's ever sent. That was. On a pillow. Urso hits it. Another good save by the goalie. Poor guy, man, because that was perfect. Digga comes in and, and smashes it through basically through the net from like two inches away. But that was just Urso was was good coming in attacking. He had um let me see. I have some numbers on him here too. Um first so he had the 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 four one second here. He had the okay, so he has 21 and 23 in passing. Um, three um, he had 10 out of 11 in the middle uh, third attacking third eight out of nine one in the in the penalty area and he also um, he also had you know three of his his shots were actually right on frame and he was dangerous so that that's what we got off the bench remember we used to go to the bench and it'd be like some other schlub right it would be another cdm or nothing but now we have an attacking midfielder or a versatile guy so we, we have some some cool options And uh, this roster is better for sure.
0: Sorry about that. Uh, Do you see him coming back into the the main 11? I know he's been coming off the bench the last few matches. Does he get back into the main 11 and we kind of rotate out? Because it's pretty clear, and especially it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is against Atlanta. But do, do we see him and maybe a couple others? swap yeah because I we saw that this week. some
1: I do I do think there's be some rotation but I think it's he maybe comes in they they have said it before they want to see Sebas and Uri, and Urso together well, maybe we see him come in for Yuri. but right now I think Sebas keeps the job he's done some egregious mistakes but I think he's a better ball winner and I think despite that I think he's a little more tidy I think Urso is just not as he's athletic in a different way but Urso, Mendes could get through some traffic and he's very good at little short short little passes so I think Mendes should be the starter, but um, I think he's earned that. But I think, I think we're going to see Urso. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Urso with Mendes at some point as well. But I, it, I like that coming off the bench because Mendes coming off the bench doesn't bring offense. It is cool to have some offense off the bench, you know?
0: I'm looking forward to seeing, like, when Mueller isn't starting and we can do a double change – and just completely change the tempo by bringing Urso and Mueller on at the same time and the amount of chaos that that would create and completely th- throw off defenders and say, okay, we've got a, a, a midfielder and a holding mid that are going to suddenly create this amount of chaos
1: yeah, good point. And those two, yeah, Mueller's been fantastic off the bench and Ursa together. I mean, that could be, I could put a team out, uh, extend the lead or just come back. I mean, that's a, I mean, that would be exciting to see for sure.
0: Mueller was already a threat off the bench and he's famously done well off the bench as a, not a super sub, but a young energetic sub. He changes the <laughs> dynamic. So we've got more players like that now and that's definitely the shot in the R. Um, of energy that we need so great
2: point it's it's weird because now we've we've gone from saying god we need we need attackers in here but uh with the emergence of DK Chris Mueller potentially continuing his run or growing or growing as an attacker um oh, I mean shoot we're forgetting we got a we got uh we got is coming in here shortly or whenever he gets here and all of a sudden, you're looking at a different type team, man. And, and you're like and, – and pretty soon, we're going to be trying to figure out where the heck are we going to – where are we going to play a couple guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because – It's going to be so uh,
0: much swappage.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, we, we, we're like, oh, we got a striker coming in. We got IS coming in. Next thing you know, they decide to throw Daryl Dike in there in the starting lineup, and he goes nuclear. Uh, Chris Mueller, I mean, I mean, you're not taking Nani out. You got, I mean, so I, I don't know, man. All of a sudden, you got, you, you might potentially have a, 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 um, a gluttony or riches, bro, as far as attackers go. I mean, you're not even, then you're, then you're talking about guys like Benji and, and Tesho and stuff. And now you're talking about them as like third options, third and fourth options. And you know what I mean? Instead of, instead of them being the second option.
0: Not bad options well, to have. Of, and, and,
2: and competing for the first. And then all of a sudden, when you're, when you're pushing guys that were battling for your first and second options down to third and fourth, that's when all of us you you're looking at your roster and you're like, you know what, we're starting to build something here.
0: Do you guys remember at the beginning of last – I don't know if it was last season. No, it was two seasons ago. I predicted that we were going to have five players score ten goals or more this is a this in a full season this is the kind of team of variety that might have a chance at doing that i don't think we're going to do that because of the size of the season and the amount of substitutions which by the way we're living in a world where the roster we've built is actually a benefit because we've got so many more swaps that we can do per match that we can do that um while we're at it, we can also talk about the fact that I think for the first time in the history of the club, we swapped out and did a uh, a, a three center back, and we had a five in the back. I can't remember the last time we did that, like on purpose with a with a sizable leap. Can you guys remember
1: last time we did that? Um, I think I wanted to, the, the MLS is back. I feel like we had a ton of center backs, maybe not. And we did pay the three at the back against RSL with the swingbacks, but yeah, I mean at the end with Kyle, for everybody, we had so many defenders on there. that was true.. You know? like, yeah. like,
0: when, was the, when did we start parking the bus?
1: Hey, yeah, it's okay. that's good. Hey, Bobby's, hey, Bobby's hey. pragmatic, too, man. We, we, never, we never
2: had to worry about we never had to worry about parking the bus before, because we were never getting we, up for one and things like that.
1: We were this chasing what the bus,: I, saying. And we're I no, we fin- yeah, were chasing the bus. Yeah, I always loved how uh, Nani finished it too. He knew the clock was running out. He sent that free kick into the the Rivas, the Rivas, the Rivas seats, the yeah, splash you got, zone.
0: You guys, uh, Clen, I know you were right there. Did they? Did whoever caught that ball keep that ball? Which ball?
1: The last one, that- Nani's last kick.
2: Oh uh, no, nah, I was uh, I was down closer. That we are like right behind the net. Almost a little bit up to the
1: yeah, no, no, that wasn't that wasn't the Rivas splash. That free kick. That he said he said that one upstairs. I think he said that one upstairs, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a like Heineken sign that like Yeah, that was Rebus. the that was a
2: Heineken. That was the famous Heineken sign one. Yeah, that you was, mean the, the that one was the one that's Rebus never, Rebus never been let.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I slowed it down and it said it said it had a little little marking like in a tree. It said Reva's was here.
2: Yeah, Reva's was here <laughs> with a heart around it. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, for sure, bro. All right, um. Let's talk. Let's talk Daryl DK. Oh boy! Yes. Let's talk Daryl DK. Uh 180 minutes, three goals, one assist. What is going on, bro? What is
1: going on? I don't know, man. He's a man child. He's a beast. This juggernaut. I think that's a good nickname for him. Megatron, Optimus Prime. I don't know what you want to Zom- call him. That's a pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good one, bro. Zom- <laughs> Yeah, the big G is the biggest. Uh, is he Optimus?
2: Is the Is Optimus
1: Prime? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but that dude is is a unit. And uh, I mean, Might be Galvatron. Just- yeah there you go, but the way he he he's so nimble on the ball it's very useful to have someone that big and he he drops back a little bit and and he laid off some nice passes that created attacks. We were able to counter attack well because of d k very much so you know, and um I like his finishing man he he those those all his goals have been no doubters, no doubters, all of them. He kicked that goal so hard. That first shot, I saw. At the top of the net. Yes, he roofed that. And it was near post. That's not, you know, he wasn't like in the center of the box. The goalie wasn't sure where he was going. He one time that he said, it's a near post. He's leaning towards the near post. Eat this. Stop this. You know what I mean? He legit kicked that
2: ball. Like, he didn't care if it was going straight at the keeper because he figured, you know what? If you catch this, the ball's just going to take you into the net with you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That
1: was like, what was it, like Fulton and Mighty Ducks? You know? He just was like, I'm just going to hit a slap shot. He was like, either the ball's going in by itself or you're going in with the ball. But either way, he's going in the net. (laughs) He, he saw what happened last time he hit a right at Robles. He got it right back. He's just like, I'm just playing right. racquetball. I'm, I'm going to get another shot at it. But that was just fantastic. And he put his laces through that like a mother, man. And then the, even the tap-in when Urso's shot got blocked, I mean, he, yeah. he could have just 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 tapped that in. So I, I, love, I love that. It's a statement. I just like that he's just like, look, I'm, I'm 20, but I'm here come and get it. You know, I just, I love that about him. And he's still so raw he doesn't, his runs aren't that aggressive, like diagonal runs or to the post he doesn't leverage his size is right to kind of get an angle. Sometimes people get in front of him. He's fast, but he ran out of gas a little bit too, which is expected. And he's just getting his minutes. He got ran down a couple of times, you know? So, and, and in area wise, I don't know if he's really good in the air, but that's a learned trait. That's something Kyle O'Leary was, was really good at early on, to use his size to get to body someone. But, but he didn't have Daryl Dike's feet, you know. So I'm really enjoying that aspect from him. He's, he's 20. He's a beast. I mean, I was talking about we didn't, he hadn't seen anything to prove that we have a starting striker in the roster. Yeah, well, he's proven it now. And our, the, the lack of depth we had before, now we have Tesho, um, DK can rotate and is coming in. The striker's actually going to be fairly deep now that's how quickly that's turned
2: yes yeah, it's turned. it's turning turn on a freaking dime bro like um that, that I'm telling you this kid's this kid's legit man this kid's legit like I had questions I had some questions I could tell you like looking at his college tape, you can tell he's he's got really like I said last I believe I said last last pod but you could tell he literally had everything in the, in the toolbox but it was like uh, I don't know how many goals he scores things like that but it's like I mean, like mentality-wise, I was like, "Oh, maybe he's not that aggressive." You know what I mean? But that's not a. I don't think that's an issue at all, man. That he's gonna
0: be a poacher. He's, he's gonna be a poacher, but also create goal uh, chances for others to poach from. He he just seems complete. He just seems
2: complete to me, Brian. He just seems complete, and 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 like a lot of times in sports, the, the when you can spot stars or stars in the making. It's when guys are highly productive and when, when guys come in as a rookie or even a second-year player, things like that, or, or you know maybe they're still in their teens or they're 20, but they come in and they're productive right away. But you can also tell they don't really know how to play yet. But even without them knowing how to play and knowing tricks, little tricks here and there and things like that, they're just highly productive just off of pure talent, off of pure talent. So when the brain starts catching up with all the physical ability and, and, and just the raw talent that, that these kids like that have, you just, you have something else, man. And, and you, you just have a different, a, a different type of beast. And, and this dude's this dude is a monster, man. He is a monster. And I, I like, Shoot, uh, uh, we, we're talking about well, hell, now we're bringing in Is and we're doing this and that. I mean, this kid might not be around that long, man. <laughs> he really might not. So, yeah. um, uh, especially if this was a full season, if this is a full season and he ran through it, uh, you best believe a kid, a kid that looks like that,
0: yeah, they're gonna come knocking. True, 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 Alex. Um. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm of a different persuasion in the, yeah, some might come knocking. Fine. I'm all for it, and I think he is going to have that opportunity. But let's learn from past mistakes, and let's make sure we get his contract locked down and don't have there be any doubt so that when other clubs, clubs in Europe or other MLS clubs come a-knockin', that we can get the most for him, instead of losing him because of unclear terms.
2: Yeah, I, I could tell you. I can tell you this. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I can tell you this. When Still I would be there, I can tell you right now. There's no way a couple things are ever going to happen in this club again under not at least not under the same leadership. Um, that that was here through these first couple of mistakes, that Kyle Larson sh- sh- scenario and that Will Johnson scenario. Oh. I can guarantee you, um, if a million things go wrong, those two things will never happen again under the same people. Because those are, those are a couple of mistakes that
0: are so bad, and they always stick in your head, and you will never ever repeat those mistakes like that. The only other mistake is that bottles will never be allowed on the wall ever again.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. You I think that. I
0: think you see bo- yeah. I think you see bottles back
2: before before you see those two things happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you, you talked about roster building too. We got some really good leaders. I think keep these kids, you know, level headed. Um, you know, we saw what happened with Laren and and Laren. A lot of the the rumors and stuff where he was hanging around with some of these veterans like Charles Barnes, stuff like that. You know, were the ones that he was hanging around with when he really really lost control there for a bit. You know. He went the wrong way, literally, and it was, you know, he didn't have anyone to tell him, tell him not to do that. Yeah. So I, I feel like this group overall get some young guys, but some guys with their heads on straight, you know.
0: Yeah. Plus, um, back to my previous thing, DD stands for doesn't just stand for Daryl it stands for Designated
1: Driver. <laughs> yes, Alex oh saved it. Yes. All right. <laughs> that was, that's what you call a callback. That was a long setup, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, after this game, Orlando city was under a little fire. It was under a little fire. Um, the NBA decided Milwaukee bucks. It happen, happened to be here in Orlando. They decided not to come out and play. Um the next games uh, then NBA canceled all the rest of their matches. Uh MLS followed. Uh they had games later that day. And as we were as the fans already in the stadium and waiting for this game to start, you start seeing on thing. I'm wondering, oh, what's up with the Miami game looking and I'm seeing it's canceled. Um and the players decided to not play. Uh, the Orlando City game did go on. The later games after Orlando City and uh, and Nashville uh, were also postponed or canceled for protest. Do you think it's deserved? Um, the Orlando City uh, from from all re- well, I shouldn't say reports because there's different reports everywhere saying all types of different things. Uh, nobody knows exactly the way it went down, but. Um, according to players and things like that, they say it was, you know, they're getting up to lead a game time and nobody had made a decision on. And as far as, you know, MLS players were concerned, nobody had came to a decision or, or formulated a plan yet on what to do. Orlando city was the only game at that time that had fans in attendance. I know FC Dallas uh, planned to have fans in, but you know, they're, a little behind on they, they you know they they start games later than we do um, yet yeah so you know so uh we're only we're the only stadium that had fans already in attendance when these decisions were made um like I said what how, how do you guys feel do you think this criticism's deserved do you think it's a bit over the top what do you think
0: um it, it, let's let's add one little other fact that really didn't help this in that at the start of the match during the national anthem only one orlando city player would kneeled during the national anthem whereas all the referees and all the Nashville players kneeled for the start for the national anthem so that oh yeah that that part too that
2: let me let me speak happen. on. Let me speak on that part real quick because I just happen to be watching <laughs> the players. Because me personally, during anthems and things like that, I, I don't really face the corner or anything like that. I'm always looking at the field. Um, so I just happen to be looking that way anyway. When the anthem started playing, um, a lot of and a lot of times, this is how a lot of things happen with when you look at still photos and things like that. Because you know that's it starts circulating after the thing. And um, when this anthem started playing, all the players were standing all the players and all the rest were standing and they were, or at least on Orlando side, they were facing the corner because that's probably out of habit. Cause that's, they know that's where the flags are and you're supposed to turn that direction. So Orlando city players were all facing uh, you know, the corner facing the flag. When it started, everyone was standing all the all Orlando city was standing. The rest were standing. The was standing after it started, Nashville went down altogether or I'm not sure if it was all together, but the majority of them went down. And then the refs looked over, saw Nashville went down. So they went down. Then Nani, who's the only Orlando city player directly next to the refs. Then he went down like literally like dominoes, like in that order. Um, The rest of Orlando city basically has their back turned to everything. And they're standing up. So it's, it's,
0: in a way it's <laughs> it's an analog of what happened from the during with the start times for every match in that represented on the field it's the domino of representing the social injustice which let's be very clear it's a just cause to do this it's Absolutely. the it's the execution and the reasoning that Orlando city and really both teams were under fire for because we were criticized more because of the national Anthem thing, but both teams were criticized for agreeing to play and they made that decision. And it was reported on the broadcast, um, that, The decision had been made and voted on by the players because they had heard the news of other teams in other leagues doing it. They had not heard anything from MLS. So it's understandable that the rest of the games were postponed. It's, It's a hard problem when you've got people already in the stadium. So that's the only, I can't think of any other excuse or reasoning other than that. And it's, it's just the hard truth that that's the situation we were in. It's not like Orlando city doesn't want to be a part of this. They do. And they have been, they were the first team involved in the events that took place at the very start of the MLS's back turn. We did it. We, we were there. Everybody was there and everybody agrees upon this. I mean, we're burying the lead. Did you guys see the TIFOs that the ruckus and
1: ILF had? Yeah. The their names and the faces of the victims of some of the racial injustices, right?
0: And the ruckus, every time, shout out to them, they were getting shout outs from head supporters in Atlanta for this, talking about how every time something big would happen, we wouldn't comment about what was happening in the game. We would say the names of these individuals who were unjustly taken. And that's yeah. that. That's what we should be talking about. We shouldn't be talking about those that aren't protesting or were put in a hard situation where protesting was harder. We should talk about what is actually occurring and what is being protested.
1: Exactly, and Alex, yeah Alex, um, um, if you don't find a I'm sorry. Um, the club, the fan base, has shown in other instances several times, and we we are aware that these, yes, polls, uh, um, the racial justice um, responses at the beginning of the 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 tournament, right? The, the press releases from the club, the club deserves some equity showing based on its history that it's aware of these things. So the players, both Nashville and Orlando, said that they didn't have time to know. They were the earliest game. They had players, they had fans in the gate. Etc. They didn't really have access to their phones, and um, and it, it doesn't mean that they didn't they didn't they didn't care, or they're not sensitive to it. I think Orlando deserves some equity on that, and uh, and I, I think um, especially you know our fan base and our club is is get, got their head in the right place, and, and this just just was more of a timing thing I think, and but I don't think we're ignoring the racial issues. I think people are just trying to score some bulk points, and uh, just um, aren't aren't giving us our due for all the stuff we've done.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll speak on this part, and then we'll, I guess, we'll move on from there. Um, for me, personally, I feel like, like, as, as far as, I mean, first off, when, when you're talking about, you know, canceling games and for, for process and things like this, that's not even the league that does it. I know league throws statements out there and things like that, even the NBA. The NBA didn't cancel the games. The players did. The players told them, if, if the players in Milwaukee showed up, the game would have happened. That wasn't the league, that wasn't the league uh, canceling, that's the players. The players, can't, the league put statements out because they know, yo, this game's not going to happen. Um, same thing happened in MLS. Same thing happened in all these other leagues, things like that. Maybe, maybe not the ones that just started canceling late, like NHL, but um, MLS, like that's, that's the players. The players are the ones that decide if they're going out there or not. Like if it was on MLS, then the games would have happened. Um, MLS wasn't just going to go cancel games. Um, and I'm not saying like that's right or wrong, anything like that. It's not, that's not their job to do. Um, the players, if they were going to protest, if they were going to sit out these games and protest, and this is my personal opinion, if they were going to sit out these games and protest, that's the players union. That decision should have been made and communicated ahead of time. Where the issue is, is Orlando and, and the game in Orlando and the game in Miami, those were the first two games to happen. At that point, no, nothing had been nothing had been done, made, or decided. Um, they were talking about uh, Miami, the game in Miami. Oh, the, I'm sorry, Fort Lauderdale. The game down there, they were deciding what to do themselves, the players were, if they were going to play or not. I mean, up until, what, five minutes of the kickoff or something like that, or they actually went on past. Um, the difference is there's no fans there. It's a lot easier just to be like, okay, Let's just decide now 30 minutes after we're supposed to start that we're not going to play. Um, the decision's a little different here in Orlando because there's, there's fans already there in the stadium. If they were going to cancel it, that game should, that should have been canceled in advance. They have plenty of time. The players have plenty The players association have plenty of time to make that decision happen. Even if they were only following NBA's lead at the end of the day, you still had five hours to make that decision. Um, it didn't happen. Um, it would if, if, that was communicated earlier, it would have went down the same way it did in Dallas. It, uh, they, the players would have informed the team, you we're not going to play. The team would have put out a statement to the fans, let them know, Yo, this game's not going to happen. Nobody shows up. And it would have, they would not have played. Um, people thinking, like, the Orlando players themselves just don't care about these. I mean, Orlando, look at Orlando's roster, bro. We got the most, like, we, we have the most black players in the league, at least top three. Like there's, there's very few teams that have as many black players on this team. And whether you say, Oh, he's from here or there or wherever, Ecuador, he's still black. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is not, it's not a, it's not a American issue. Yes. This is an American issue, but it's not only an American issue. Like this is worldwide. Um, When you talk about racial injustice and things like that, all these players face this and you're talking about Sebas Mendez and you're talking about probably even Nani and all these types of guys, like, this is an issue all of them grew up with. So it's not like this team, which is has more black players than 90% of the league, is, is the team that doesn't care. It's it's just crazy. So to me, that's my personal opinion. The a problem with that opinion. You can direct it to me because that's only my opinion. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, we also have rumors of... Uh, which threw Orlando city Twitter into a whirlwind of uh, Pedro Gallese was going to leave us suddenly <laughs> for, for a uh, shootout uh, independiente
1: was it? Yeah. Yeah. Independiente in uh, Argentina. Yeah.
2: So there were rumors that just came out of nowhere that Pedro was going to leave us and he will be gone by the day. And, uh, uh, he would not even be playing the next game. Apparently, these rumors turned out, you know, not as serious as was thought. <laughs> what do you guys think? What, what what type of panic were you in, and how how believable, um, or or how much did y'all put into this? Like, did you think this was legit at the time? Like, did y'all think he was out of here?
0: I honestly thought this, this was a this was a funny. I I honestly think it was it all took place within what thirty hours from start to finish of this story um the ru- the initial rumor that um he was one of the candidates that was being discussed was announced and that um was rumored and then the rumors that he wasn't practicing which were false um occurred and then there was that he wouldn't start and he there was a conversation taking place and he was the top candidate that was also false. And then it finally came out and was confirmed by close Orlando sources that that either an offer had been denied and that he was staying, which gave us good good news. And then it came out later after that, oh, no offer ever existed. And this was just all play for him him to be le- leveraged against another option to drop to drive up or drive down a price who- based on whoever started these rumors. I thought it was entertaining because this was all occurring the same day that Lionel Messi was... It was announced that he had asked Barcelona to leave. And you see OC Twitter is more in a huff about this than any... Thing else which shows how short a time he, we, he has, we have all fallen in love with him and my tweet that I never actually published because it was announced so quickly that he was leaving is the only way I was letting him was going to be okay with him leaving is if the money we used to sell him went to buying Messi but again living in delusion what do you ready?
1: Yeah, I, I thought, you know, for a second, considering the sources, I said, okay, this could be real. But it wasn't like a, a big deal. I was trying to calm people down and say, like, I mean, it sucks. It's uh, it's far from ideal. But if, you know, the Argentinian league is better than the MLS. It's better. Uh, um, would you rather play Columbus Crew in Nashville or River Plate and Boca Juniors? In the Copa Libertadores, in the country that speaks your language when you're in a quarantine? I mean, it was reasonable to me and to be frank um if we're going to do it i would just it had to be under the right terms we had to to pay and it would have been good business frankly if we did it in a weird way because he was free it would have been profit it would have been like the best flip it and sell it property brothers deal ever and uh and ultimately you know what i have to say if if he would have left this quickly he still would have done more for his club than adrian winter ever did
2: <laughs> i salute you sir Wow. I, I second I second I second that that, that statement.
1: I have nothing to add. <laughs> I had that saved in my draft. It just, it for, you've had
2: that one saved for about two and a half
0: years.
1: It <laughs> else minim- has been pasted minimum. Minimum. In that tweet. Oh no, I'm just gonna leave that one hanging. I haven't had the right hashtags yet for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I I would have no problems with any player going um, as long as you're replacing said player. You know what I mean? So for me, that never it didn't make sense for me because it's you're talking about letting somebody go mid season uh, on a loan, which is at the end of the day, whether whether you're talking about a, maybe having a buy option at the end, it's it's free. You're talking about letting somebody go for free, so there's gonna be no replacement for them. You're talking about you're going from Guy SA to to Brian Rowe out of nowhere on uh, on no return. So for me, I mean, if you're telling me he's going to go, we're going to sell him, they're going to give us money up front, and it's going to be enough money to get a equal or better replacement plus some extra, then, you know, that's good business. But that, that just wouldn't have made any sense to me. All right. Um, moving on to, let's say, standings. For currently, we are... In fourth place in uh, in the East, um, top 10. Top 10 gets your playoffs, which is, you know, it's asterisk city to me. Uh, seven. Any, uh, to, to me, seven or above, that's, that's really making the playoffs. Then you ain't got to worry about nobody saying, oh, everybody made it this year. Playoffs. Uh, yeah. We're talking about playoffs.
1: Playoffs.
2: We're talking about playoffs. Um, confidence, confidence level. real, Real quick, confidence level going in. As far as far as us as far as us making that top seven, I'm not going to say ten because I believe everybody pretty much is going to make that. Um, confidence level going in that we're going to finish that top seven.
1: Oh, very high, very high. It's a done deal, guaranteed. I, I feel the same way, honestly.
2: I mean, it would. You know, I'm not even going to put. I almost put bad juju. Oh, Lord of Mercy, I almost put some bad juju right in the air. Remember, I'm editing. Uh, I was, I was about to say, only if z- 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 gets hurt and z- z- gets hurt. I was about yeah. to pull another one. I almost pulled another one. I had to, I had to, I had to bite the sleep, tongue, man. Bite the I tongue. Did, I, I did. I had to pull it back. What about you, Alex? It's happening. It's happening oh, this year. This
0: is happening. This is this is the year where, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go above and beyond. I think we're gonna get, we're gonna get six or better. I think that we're gonna get the original playoff. Before it was expanded, it's been expanded twice now since we entered the league, and everybody's going to be like, oh, if you can't even do this, you're never going to make it. No, we're going to make it in. We're going to be sixth or better, and it's a shoe-in. We're going to be watching playoff soccer, and I'm going to be making a trip up to Orlando for a playoff soccer match at some point at the end of this season. And um, going going a step further and doing oh, actually. My, my homework, 538 <laughs> has us at 77% making the playoffs.
1: Wow. I don't trust people. That's yeah, pretty that's high. I trust them when, like, they're, when they're right, when, when it's in our favor. When it's not, I'm like, forget those people. It's, well, and here's the, the Buc- funny Buc- thing.
0: <laughs> uh, everybody else is – the second lowest is FC Cincinnati at 23%, and then you've got Vancouver at 2%. Everybody else is in a relatively high percent. We're one of the higher ones, so I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. Like I should. <laughs> All right, um,
2: last topic. It's Atlanta hate weekend.
0: Uh,
2: oh, yes. I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna put both of y'all on the spot. Yes or no question. Yes or no question only. Is this is this the game that they finally go down? Or does Orlando do, uh, does Orlando City finally beat Atlanta? Yes or no?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Absolutely.
1: But I want to say draw. Uh, yes. Yes. You say yes. Oh, I'm going with a yes. I'm going with a yes. And I know, I,
2: I, I know I said this last year and I told you I had hundred percent confidence, but you know what? I have
1: hundred and one percent confidence this time. Ooh, the only yes, thing I don't yes, like is yes. that I don't we're like we're the beating, traveling and we're beating them by two goals. I don't like to traveling on the same day by two goals. Who is this? Can I lose 30 pounds? And, and now he, he, now he's making 42, and 42 pounds. And, you know, no, he certainly. lost a... The cowardice of not making predictions and being bold now he's just bold and out there he came in here starting this uh this podcast to fight a shirt off just to shame me you know because that's how confident he was and uh, um I, I honestly think a draw is probably the more likely but i think we could win i just don't think we're gonna get dominated you know but given the circumstances of everything i could definitely see see a draw and um but i'm gonna say when man let's go for it you know daryl dk you mean give, me, every give, me, gets, uh, give every, me the score give me the score line give me the goal Three to two, Orlando City. We, what we gotta watch is that their left side. Petey's playing on the left. That's where he was good. In Argentina, they they he, he was a problem. They're attacking on the left flank. Huron needs some help. He's not the best defensively. They're gonna they're gonna try to focus and we gotta be clean in the midfield and we could do it.
2: Does Darr go does Dike go three three go um uh three for three?
1: Yeah, hey Miles. My, what is it? Uh, to Miles Robinson is going to get going to get done. He's going to be the next All Star center back in the DK victim uh, trail here because every match he gets, he takes one of them out.
0: Give it to me, Alex. Um, I am going to say a nice little. You know what? I like the two. I like the two. The two gold deficit for Atlanta. I'm gonna say three to one. And I'm gonna say DK, Nani, and Urso. I think he's due.
1: Nice.
2: I'm going, I'm going, I'm going back to back. Another three one victory. Three one victory. I'm going DK. Brace. Oh. DK Brace. And which rando am I going to pick this time for the, for the third goal? I'm going to go with what random person. Let's say, give me Mauricio. Mauricio go. Okay, nice. I like it. I like this positivity, man. Who cares if we're wrong? And you know? it, I ain't wrong this time, bro. I got it this time.
1: Yeah. Atlanta's done. Uh, they're
2: done, bro. They're done. Yep.
1: We're taking I like them it. It's going to be glorious. Are we gonna be do- I'm going to rub it in their face. No, Joseph, whatever. Who cares? Oh, my God. Yo, I need Atlanta.
0: Uh, not to I mention need- the fact they're being coached by a USL coach.
1: Hey, uh, yeah. Hey. hey that, they never let us have that excuse, when we were coached by a USL coach.
2: Hey, any, any listeners, I need <laughs> everyone to spam. Daryl DK, Man. since since he's the most, you know, he's the striker, so he he's got the best chance of scoring this game. Whoever scores, i would say everyone needs to spam DK when he scores in Atlanta. He needs to hit them with that obnoxious Joseph Martinez pose with the with the with the down on one knee and stare up into the crowd. Oh, like he's the king of everything. Yes, I need I need him. I need him to hit them with their own pose.
1: I need to see building in their building. building. Yeah, in he needs to do this. You know what he needs to say? Is this your king? Ooh. ooh, ooh I like that. Ooh, yes. Like that. Yeah. Do the you know Wakanda post. Is this your king, buddy? Oh,
0: that'll be oh, yeah. fire. Oh,
1: yeah. That'll be great. We already know so he's what good it? at celebration. You know what? What was his name? Kill-
2: who was that? Killmonger?
1: Uh, yeah, Killmonger.
2: Yeah, That'll be his nickname. We got to decide, we gotta decide on, on DK's nickname. Mm-hmm. We a uh, babyface assassin. We we're going. To go that's, that, for, that's, Ju-
1: that's for that's that's for Joao That's babyface assassin yeah. Juwel. Jo- wow. Baby DK fast- right now with Juggernaut Megatron, wow. Optimus Prime, Nigerian Galveston, Nightmare. Huh? I'm not sure what
0: Nigerian
1: Nightmare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh... Shoot, I forgot. I forgot dude's Who name. Knows? Yeah, Mister King Killmonger. Yeah, that's his name,
1: Eric Killmonger. Yeah.
2: All, All right, guys. That'll that'll do it for tonight's show. You got any
1: last words, Mister Eddie? That's it, no poppy, no party. Let's get it. Take down Atlanta. Yo. Get off my DK. Big Shaq. All right, <laughs> oh my Man's not <laughs> right, guys. We're oh. out of here. <laughs> Never hop. <laughs> See you <saying. laughs> I'm up.
0: Skitty cat, cat. Boom. Two <laughs> plus two is four. Minus one, that's three quick maths. Every day man's on the block.
2: Smoke trees. Yeah. See your girl in the park. That girl was a uckers.
0: When the ting went quack, quack, quack. You man with duck you man ducking Hold time Ask me, my brother. He's got a pumpy. Big tin. Hold time, my man. My guy, he's got a frisbee. I trap, trap, trap on a phone. Moving up cornflitz. Mm. Rice Krispies Whole time I get whipped on, 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 on the road, doing ten toes. Like my toes. Like my toes. You man fought, I froze. I see a pengo. Yo-
2: Nose long like garden hose.